The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? It is Stu Gatson, Mike Ryan filling in for Rosilla on the Rosilla Show here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We have a life advice coming up at 2.30 Eastern. You can tailgate right now for a half hour. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. You can also tweet the show through the 1-800-Flowers.com Twitter feed, at Rosillo Show. Capture the excitement of Christmas morning with 1-800-Flowers.com when you order 12 peppermint roses for just $29.99. You'll get an extra half dozen and a vase for free. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash ESPN. And again, reminder, big reminder, wait in line now. Start tailgating right now. Life advice, 2.30 Eastern, right here at ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Mike Ryan and I, we have entered the, uh, we're giddy. Yeah. We are tired. We did four hours of radio before the Rosillo show. So now we are on our sixth hour of radio today and we are just, we're laughing at nothing. And I keep asking Mike what he wants to talk about. <laughs> I keep asking Mike what do you want to talk about? And he keeps responding. <laughs> With a new show that he wants to debut on ESPN. A new holiday special. A holiday special called a Teddy Atlas Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we're losing a little bit. But it's a good idea. <laughs> I, they, uh, here is Teddy Atlas. And this is why Mike thinks it's such a great idea. Here is Teddy Atlas on SportsCenter proclaiming his love for Stephen A. Smith. I love you. So, follow me if you will. Let's paint a picture. Okay. All right. You really want to discuss this on well, air but, now? Well, the setting. Okay. Someone's going to steal this idea. All right. Okay. I'm going to put together a storyboard. Because it's a good idea. A Teddy Atlas Christmas. It is a good idea. Now, before you go say, this is ridiculous, ESPN would never do this, I saw on ESPNU last year, Christmas morning, uh, over an hour of Mike Goley Jr. eating cookies. Right. And that was the only thing that was going on. Riveting. So ESPN can take uh, some holiday risk here. So a very Teddy Atlas Christmas begins we begin we open up on on a cabin in a in a snowy field right and a blizzard has just come and sort of blocked the the threshold to this home and we go the the camera pans through the window and you see a grumpy teddy atlas rocky in a chair Mm. he was all jacked up to go spread holiday cheer but the blizzard and the timing of it all has really gotten him down on the holiday so you need to boost his holiday spirits so who's going to do that his friendly neighborhood Stephen a smith who salts the driveway all the way to uh, to Teddy Atlas's cabin to spread Christmas cheer. But Teddy needs the, the joy of Christmas explained to him again because he's been so jaded because he's been locked in his cabin because of all the snow. The, the possibilities are endless. Right, right. And when Stephen A. burst into the cabin to help Teddy out, Teddy responds by saying... I love you. Uh, there, yes, there is. You were worried there, right? The producer, the producer, of Mike Ryan, uh, Saruti. I got to be honest. I don't know who's pushing the buttons back there. If it's Mikey A, if it's Saruti, I got to tell you, you I saw threw that to sound, and Mike Ryan was a nervous wreck. He did not think you guys were listening. He did not think you guys would be able well, to. Why to would they out. be listening? That's a good point. Uh, Saruti, did you like? You're good because you listen. But were you as nervous as Mike Ryan was? Who was controlling the boards up there? Who was doing it? Is it Mikey A? That's our boy Bubba. Oh, wow. Uh, Bubba, see, Bubba's good. Bubba's good. Yeah, Bubba's, Bubba's good. good. 
Saruti, were you nervous at all? Like, Saruti, did you tell Bubba, hey, have the I love you ready? Did you tell him that? No, he had it already. Come on. All right. Uh, Bubba, Bubba, you. Bubba. Bubba. You're good. You're good. You're good. I love you. Uh, And I love you, too. As you were setting that up, I almost boarded a flight to Hartford (laughs) and drove to Bristol (laughs) to fire that sound off myself. (laughs) Just a producer in me. You also pitched your idea of a Teddy Atlas Christmas. Yeah. I gotta email the talent office. It's a terrible idea. I wouldn't. I mean, you're a man on the rise here at ESPN. You are, Mike. I mean, you have Todd McShay asking when you get your own show, and you deserve your own show. And I am telling you, you are a coveted person, a person and a personality at ESPN. And this would set your career back a bit. Well, well, when <laughs> when Todd McShay asked me when I'm getting my own show, I would love for my own show to be the Teddy Atlas Christmas special. <laughs> right. That's what I'd like to do. Okay. There it is. You want to produce that show? Yes. Okay. That's what. That's my dream, so, actually. So, Rudy, it is so odd. Mike Ryan loves sports, okay? The way we love sports, okay? Like, we love sports in a way that Levitar does not love sports. He's not emotional. He's not passionate. Mike is. He's a fan. So, Rudy, you're a fan. Bubba, I know you're a fan. Um, and I know Mikey A is a big fan. Mike loves sports. And I am telling you guys, so, Rudy, I am telling you, I asked him a million times because I want to showcase Mike. I have my own show. I have made it. I'm doing the show with Dan. Yeah. And we do it every day 10 to 1, okay? But I'm asking Mike Ryan here because I want to showcase Mike Ryan to all the suits at ESPN because I think Mike Ryan's a very talented kid, and so do they. And I'm giving him a chance here to talk sports, and maybe it's the Levitard show. Maybe it's me and Dan have just rubbed off on him. But, Saruti, I'm asking him the entire break. Mike, what do you want to talk about? Mike, what do you want to talk about? Thinking maybe Aaron Rodgers, maybe Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, Azuna was just traded away from the Marlins to the Cardinals, and he just kept responding. A Teddy Atlas Christmas. A very Teddy Atlas Christmas. Yeah. A very Teddy Atlas. Saruti, what do I do with this? Because he doesn't want to talk sports today. Well, I mean, he has a dream, and that is not to have his own sports show, apparently. So I think you just <laughs> let him fly the way he wants to go. There's plenty to do with sports. So there, is a, there is an entire meeting right now that's just for talent. Right. We build talent in <laughs> at this network, and what I'm trying to do is build a vehicle around said talent. Okay. Mainly Teddy Atlas and Stephen A. Smith. It's a weird guy. Spreading the holiday cheer. (laughs) But I'm just saying, of all the people, all the talent at ESPN, there's no way Teddy's in that meeting today, by the way. But of all the people who are there, there's no way. I would say there is. There is no way. Teddy, guys, we got to report that Greenberg is not in the meeting, right? That is correct. I could, I could, I could find out if Teddy's there. Hold on. There is no bleeping way Teddy Atlas is there. Mike, my point to you is, of all the guys you could hit your wagon to at ESPN, all the talent, you want to hit yours to Teddy Atlas. Yeah. I don't think I'm wrong. (laughs) I love him. I love you. I love you. There's no way Atlas is there. He got the invite. It, it, you click on yes, no, and Atlas's game with a, get the bleep out of here. Oh, Atlas is at the spread right now. There is a spread, right? Oh, uh, there has to be. There's, there's got to be a spread. There's no way Teddy Atlas is there. No way. Really? Zero. I, I disagree. Zero. So you want to talk sports? You want to talk Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. And by the way, good job by Trey Wingo. Oh, um, yeah. NFL Live. Like he Usually they tape that thing after this meeting's over, but Trey got the, the taping moved up today. So we didn't have to attend the meeting. There he is right there. He's live. It's live. It's not Bill, even it's live. Bill Polian doesn't need to go to this meeting. Uh, Bill Polian is not going to any meeting. He's done with meetings. Okay, You arrive at a point in your life where you're just done with meetings, and Bill Polian has arrived at that point. Aaron Rodgers, interesting that he's coming back. Mike, the Packers have to... They're going to have to, first off, thank you, Aaron. Thank, thank you, you for, so much. We missed you. Um, but they're going to have to run the table. And the schedule is hard for the Packers. They're going to have to run the table to get to the playoffs, and it starts this weekend with Carolina. I am amazed that one guy in the NFL, because I think the spread in that game was 9.5. Carolina was favored by 9.5. And, and now with Aaron Rodgers being cleared to play, 
Carolina's only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So he's worth a touchdown, essentially, is what yeah. Vegas is. I'm not surprised. Right. If, if, if there's one guy in the NFL to do that, it's him. Right. And, and that's what Vegas is telling you. Um, but this is going to be interesting because it's the game's best quarterback, and he's coming off an injury. I don't know. You think the Packers could – and, and Dan made a great point during our show. If he runs the table here and makes the playoffs, the only people that are going to benefit from it are not Aaron Rodgers. It's Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Because he'll keep his job. It might be to a long-term detriment right. of Aaron Rodgers right. if he saves their season. Right. Because I think we've known in Aaron's absence, even though Brett Hundley and the Packers have won back-to-back overtime games against lousy teams, let's mm-hmm. be honest, Yeah, he's surrounded by not very much over there. And he's been failed by the head coach and the general manager um, in Green Bay. And for him to save the day, um, by the way, if he does save the day, clear MVP. In my mind. No doubt. In my mind. And he might have won it just with his absence. I know that's a cliche. Oh, he's the most valuable player because look at them without him. No, but no, no, but if he comes in and saves their season, wins at Carolina against Minnesota, and then on the road at Detroit. Agreed. That's a very solid argument. Okay, especially um, since Wentz went down, yes. Yeah, for most valuable player. Mm-hmm. But if he saves their job, man, Aaron Rodgers, just look at what happened in that Seattle game. I know everyone just remembers, I think it was Bosick and that onside kick. That's not what lost him that game. They had one of the greatest defenses in league history beat at Seattle. They imposed their will, and they put their foot off the gas with the great, uh, the game's greatest quarterback. They do that often with this dude right? because they're very conservative over there. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers with an aggressive head coach like Bill Belichick. What's amazing is just how poor the talent is around Aaron Rodgers. So, and a lot of people, and I used to do this myself, where I questioned it. No, Jordy Nelson's good. No, Randall Cobb is good. Look at how good they were when Aaron Rodgers was out. Because if you play fantasy football out there, I have I have Randall Cobb on my team. When Rodgers is healthy, I play Cobb. When he's not, he hasn't been in my lineup for seven weeks for as long as Aaron's been out. He has propped up that offense and those guys and that coach so much, it's absurd. And so I know he's going to come out here and obviously try to win these three games and try to get the Packers to the playoffs, Mike. But I think Dan makes a really good point where he says it might be better for the long-term prospects of Aaron Rodgers if they don't make the playoffs here because it might mean that they fire the coach and bring in some guy who's going to surround him with the right talent. It might be a blessing in disguise. It's actually not a bad take, and it's one I stole from Levitor. Anyway, don't forget we have life advice coming up 2.30 Eastern. Get in line right now, people. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this. Life advice. Okay, It's a Rosillo special. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We do it. In 15 minutes, I have no idea what we're going to do next. Amazon has millions of toys and games. What do you got? A Teddy Atlas Christmas? Oh, yeah, Teddy Atlas. We're going to, uh... well, if anyone can figure out a way to make this Teddy Atlas Christmas a good idea, I'd be willing to hear it. I love and... you. Outside of that. That's a good start. And listen, I'll even, if I have to, I'll fund it. If the idea is good enough. I'll fund it for you. Okay. Like, if ESPN doesn't want to do it, I will say, listen, ESPN, I'm going to fund this project. We're going to get sponsors behind it, and we're going to put it on the air. Mike's in charge. Good. Because my whole idea is right now, Stephen A. just showing up to his house. It's right. holiday chair. Yeah, we have nothing past But there, there are a couple musical numbers that I'm working on. Okay, good. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. 
starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Stugatz and Mike Ryan filling in for Rosillo today. Rosillo was in a talent meeting. We weren't invited. Neither was George Sedano. He's in studio with us right now. We <laughs> I lo- got out of the meeting. Uh, congratulations. Yes. He has a good job. What was your excuse? This. Uh, nice. Doing HQ this week. All right. Yeah. My oh, man. So uh, check out Sedano later today on HQ with Levitard and Poppy, uh, ESPN, 430 on ESPN. Sedano co-hosting the entire uh the entire week. We have life advice coming up at 2.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now, I'm unfamiliar with the show. We're filling in for Rosillo here today. Yeah. This is my sixth hour of radio. I'm starting to get very, very tired. Did you talk about working out? That would be kind of commiserate with what they normally do or what he does. Um, I, I did no. uh, I did chest and try yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Me, I did chest too. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Nice right. job. I did right. back and by about like five years ago. Right. Yep. And so Priscilla's in this talent meeting. What is life advice? Uh, Saruti, can you explain, like, what do Mike and I do next segment with life advice? What's going to happen here? What happens with life advice? So basically, people, mostly dudes, call in, and it's literally anything that they need advice on. So it could be relationship stuff. It could be money stuff. We have one guy, just a teaser, who wants to know about Bitcoin. So it's literally anything, and you guys have to give them and lead them in the right way. Saruti, should I invite my buddy Gus, who you met when you were here for the All-Star break, um, on on this segment? Because... My buddy Gus. Uh, so Saruti and those guys were down here for the All Star Game here in Miami, right. and I took them out uh, on a Sunday. Oh, I, Saruti kills I, it! I called my buddy Crushes Gus. Crushes out. My buddy Gus is typical Miami. How into Hardwell do you think Saruti is? Uh, Saruti's probably like a nine into Hardwell, like yeah. a zero, like zero to ten. Saruti, are you married? Anything? No. I'm engaged. Engaged. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He got engaged down here, he, actually. Him yeah, and his girlfriend go. were, were there, and my buddy Why? Gus. Him and my buddy Gus were uh, were hitting it off because Gus is the typical Miami bachelor. Like, he's about 40, slicked hair, tons of money, and just living the single life. And also my dad. That, too. So <laughs> he took us to a place called Kiki on the River yeah. for, like, a day party on oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, great right. brunch. And right. I don't think – had you ever seen anything like that, Saruti? Not in Connecticut, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> tell you well, that. of course not. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. I've been to West Hartford. Not, yeah. not yeah, quite. It's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. on the river. Right. There's no bottle service with the, the sparklers coming out. Well, so Rudy, yeah. did did you sense he was regretting uh, his decision to uh, to get engaged when he was checking this whole thing out? Or no, nah, him and his girl were jamming. They were standing on the tables really? doing the fist pump. They were yeah. good. Really? Yeah. Right. He would. Enjoy it now, Saruti. That will go away soon. <laughs> there was some Miami Dolphin sitting to the. There to the was. Oh, uh, as well. 
The uh, safety, Rashad Jones. Uh, Rashad right? Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend was, of the show, Graham, by the way. Yeah. Rashad yeah. Jones, he's, even though he's never been on. Table next to us. Really? Yeah. Balling. Yeah. I was balling, too. They, have you been to the wharf down here in Miami? It's a, a pop-up. No. It's a pop-up. It's yeah. raging. I, I think they had like a $25 bottle of rosé. So life advice would be find, find your own Gus. Right? The yeah. guy who wants to still party at 40 and take you to the day parties. <laughs> it's good to see you. It's Levitard. Uh, it's good George, to see you guys too. George Sedano. Is that is of, Levitard. You're right. Yeah, that is. Except yes. he's 50. Yeah, right. He's almost 50. Yeah. <laughs> almost 50. George Sedano. <laughs> I, I can speak for Stu Gods here. George Sedano is one of our best friends in the industry. It's kind of cool that all us Miami guys sort of came up here and we're yeah. all. Yes. We've, yes. we've known each other for over a decade. We're like a little family. Yeah. Cool, yeah. It, it's good. So George was just hanging around here watching us do our show. So you heard the last segment, and you heard my idea for a very Teddy Atlas I Christmas. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Cool. This is a chance that I think ESPN can afford to make. Yeah. Um, I, I gave you the breakdown of uh, we slow pan mm-hmm. on a cabin. Right. It's in the middle of a field. It's mm-hmm. snowy out. Mm-hmm. The doors are blocked in. We zoom in through the window, and we see a very sad Teddy Atlas. His Christmas spirit has been broken because oh, he has snowed in. He wanted to spread Christmas cheer, but now he's sou- soured on the whole holiday. Yeah. Right? So who's going to boost him? Who's going to rescue our friend Teddy? Stephen A. Smith. Of course he is. Stephen yeah. A. Smith. Yeah. Now, I, and, and maybe I'm not the right producer for this project, but there is the right producer out there. I'm Let's... Maybe uh, someone in Hollywood can help us out because I just merely had Stephen A. Smith salting driveways right. to, to get to Teddy Atlas. I mean, Ezra Edelman should be all over this. I mean, he made yeah. the OJ doc, right? Like right. this would be he the next, make, you know, logical project. He can call his next six Hollywood shot. Yeah, yeah. six-part series <laughs> yeah. on Teddy and, and Stephen A. Christmas. You would agree. Yes. Ezra can pick his next project. Yes. And this is the one that he has yes. to do. Yeah. And he'd yeah. probably come up with the same idea you had. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Stephen A. Smith blows out the blizzard with his hot Aches. Excellent. Oh, yes. Now you just made it more entertaining. Yes. Like I was questioning, uh, George, let you question a little bit. Mike is on the rise at ESPN. He is. People love Mike as yeah. a person, as a personality. Yeah. He can produce. There's a lot of things that Mike might be doing in the future here at ESPN. Mm-hmm. The fact that of all the talent at ESPN, <laughs> that Mike Ryan would hitch his wagon to Teddy Atlas. Is that a little bit strange, a little bit odd to I you? I mean, have you watched those post-fight discussions with him and Stephen A.? They're great. I mean, they're unbelievable. They're great. It's okay. electric. <laughs> it really, it really like, is. if I'm Max, I'd be concerned that they'd just be the Teddy Atlas show on first take. You're going to have LeVar Ball in this holiday special. I'm running down names right now. This thing is going to happen. Wait, so that's interesting. Do you think Max enjoys when Will Kane comes on the set of uh, first take? Do you think Max enjoys that? Oh, I that? think, I think, yeah, why wouldn't you? Less work. He, he probably, I mean, wouldn't you? I would, I look at it as less work for me. I mean, that's me, okay? Yeah. That's applying my sensibility. Okay, so yes, I'd too. be fine yeah. with it. But I mean, I'm, I do a show with three people on radio, too, so I'm right. good with that. But I mean, when he comes on, Max becomes less and less of the it's Stephen a's show right? right okay and then you have max and then will comes in and then the more will's will the contributor though well will, will really agitate will's Stephen the agitator yeah, he yes. is but that's just his natural like just personality right i, I like mean how, Saruti would know he's been working with him a lot lately so i love how pleased with himself uh will gets oh, yeah. on his face when, he when it's yes. working that's smirk yeah uh, well Saruti, what do you think do you think kellerman minds uh kane's presence on on first take or no I think there's more of a rivalry between Will and Max compared to Will and Steven, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, we have a guy in L.A., mm. George's hometown, uh, that has a suggestion for Teddy Atlas Christmas. Uh, his name is Neil. Neil, go ahead. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Yeah, look, I know y'all are fighting up for stuff to, to talk about and fill time and stuff, so I got one for you. Wow. Instead of having a very Teddy Atlas Christmas do it on the on the premise of a Christmas Carol. Have Teddy Atlas be Scrooge, Stephen A. be that ghost that comes back to instruct him on how to live out the rest of his life, and then have like 
Don King be the ghost of Christmas past. You can have LeVar Ball be the ghost of Christmas future. Have Pick somebody else to be the ghost of Christmas present and then wind it all up with Mike Tyson playing Tiny Tim going, God bless us, everyone. I like the Tiny Tim uh, casting. Yeah. Neil, perhaps you were not clear, and thank you for the call, that we slow pan on a cabin yeah. in the field. Right. There's snow everywhere, mm-hmm. and we slow zoom into a sad Teddy Atlas. Yes. That is not a Christmas carol. Yeah. All right? So fundamentally, it just doesn't work with what we're doing. We're already in the cabin, and Stephen A. has already hot-taked his way past the snow into the front door of yeah. Teddy Sepps. Where are some musical numbers? That's where I needed you, Neil. Uh, life advice. It is next. 888-SAY-ESPN. Life advice next on ESPN Radio. Electricity charge inside Energy like a lightning strike Take one spark and I will ignite Never stopping, I won't stand by Now that Human Resources Director Ryan Lee has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent and time He's really on top of his game He even has his own hype song I'm the best beyond belief I got strength and got the speed Entire workforce Complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No, nobody catching up. They're not fast or strong enough. I got that electricity charging inside. Take one spot in. I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Never stopping, I won't stand by. It is the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. No TV today, no ESPN News, because we're filling in for Ryan. I don't know if all talent is in a talent meeting, why we're not on television today. They are re-airing uh, Wingo and Golick. Golick and Wingo for the third consecutive time today. Well, you know, you got your money's worth there, I guess. That's short Sedano. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah, Sedano's in studio with us. We're down here in South Beach at the Clevelander Hotel. Uh, it is time for life advice, guys. Are you guys excited for this? I've never played life advice before. I feel like it's a game. Maybe. Me neither. Yeah. Okay. It You're... sounds like a game. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, uh... I'm so unclear on these rules. Right. This uh, one, I don't get this one. Or overrated, underrated, properly rated. We're well, play overrated, that. underrated, yeah. properly rated is pretty self. Yeah. We'll see about it's that. Pretty it much like a self description. Well, I don't know. We'll see. You never know, and we'll play that game in the uh, three o'clock hour. All right. That will be my seventh hour of radio today. <laughs> The marathon. Oh, my God. You should just do uh, Bomani's show, too, today. No, I'm not doing any more yeah. shows. Like, George, I thought this was the dream. Yeah. Having myself on from 6A to 7B on ESPN Radio yeah. until I lived the dream, and yeah. it's no longer the dream. You're doing the Francesa and the, uh, you know, the Francesa overtime show. Correct. Basically. <laughs> How long is this show? Five and a half hours? I think it's like six or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And you're doing an extra hour. I know. Tired, man. All right, Life Advice is brought to you by Upside.com, giving all business travelers the gift of a better travel experience this holiday season. Check them out today at Upside.com. I would just walk in and go, what's the plan, bro? Why are you sleeping until 1? We need to start stripping it back down to the base. It's your life and our advice. Let me fix your life, not just your back porch. All right, it is your life and our advice. Mike, you excited for this? I'm so excited. Still unclear on the rules. <laughs> when you, you want Saruti to go over them with you again? One, just one quick time. All go right, ahead, Saruti, Baba, someone. Tell Mike the rules here. I mean, there's no real rule. I mean, it's basically just like do whatever you would do in this guy's scenario. So these guys ah. are going to call in and tell you what their situation is, and you tell them what you would do or what you think they should do. Okay. All right. Got it. Crystal clear now. You got it? Yeah. I'm good on the rules. A little confused. We'll bring you back to explain overrated, underrated, or properly rated. All right, George, you ready? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, let's, let's go. do it. Life advice. Is Gus calling in? No, Gus, we should have <laughs> Gus calling. He doesn't need life advice. He should be giving <laughs> life advice. He's at exactly. 11 right now. Let's go to uh, Brad. Brad's in Pittsburgh. Brad, go ahead. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Big fan. Hey. Uh, thanks for taking the call. I uh, wanted to ask about Bitcoin. I invested all of my family's savings into Bitcoin. Um, first, when do I pull it out? And then uh, also, do I tell them? And if so, when? Uh, did you make a? Have you made a lot of money on it yet? Yeah, like man, if you sold if you, money over here, if you sold it today, would you have made yourself a good deal of money? Yeah, some money. But should uh, I tell them? Um, no. Yeah, definitely don't. Tell yeah, them. definitely don't tell do them. But, tell but them. I would tell yeah. them today. Like Jose Canseco had a series of tweets yesterday, which got him fired because he doesn't care. But the one thing he was right about. Where was Jose Canseco working? He was not brought back. Oh. And he was a part of the uh, the post-game and pre-game. For the A's. Uh, Oakland oh, A's the Oakland A's. And now he's got a new show out in Caesars Palace. Called Renegades. The, called the Renegades. With, uh, who of was course. it with? Jim McMahon and T.O. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd go see it's that. It's at Caesars. Yeah, I'm in. It's I'm at in Caesars. Already. I would have thought it would be at Harrah's or something. <laughs> yeah, it's at but it's at Caesars. It's at that means they're actually getting paid. Right. Yes. Which is, which explains why Canseco went on that rant, because he didn't yeah. care if the A's brought him back, because he's right. got bigger projects. Right. All right. But he did make some comments about Bitcoin. Yeah. And how there are going to be very few people who make millions upon millions of dollars on this, and everyone else is going to going to end up losing money because yes. they're going to sell at the right time. Right. So what I'm telling uh, this guy in Pittsburgh to do, I forget his name. Brad, I think. Yeah, sell it now and don't ever tell your family. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right. We often have conversations during the breaks because we see the price of Bitcoin skyrocketing. And it's all this internet money. It's not tangible. Yeah. We don't even understand it or how it's a thing. Yeah. Bottom's going to fall out on this thing. It is. I have a buddy who got in on the bottom floor of Bitcoin and has is one of those guys that's made a lot of money. Right. So when he sells it, George, there are a handful of guys like your buddy, okay? Yeah. When he sells it, price is going to drop. Mm-hmm. All the people who have who don't have the money that he has. Yeah, they're going to lose it. They're going to get crushed. Yeah. I would advise everyone to get out now. Everyone. <laughs> also. Seriously. The, crash the market. The, yes. The government crash the whole market. So the top guys, well, not, now um, yeah. that's not fair what I just did to your buddy because yeah. if everyone sells, then he oh. loses his yeah. value. I feel like the government's trying to figure out what this is. Yeah. When they do, run. We're, we're all done. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Cody in Alabama. Cody, go ahead. Hey, guys. I love the show. I get the show. I've won T-shirts from the show. But I'm the one who sent the text in about feeling shame when I land in the minority of the polls. Uh, I guess this is for you, Stu, guys. How do you deal with shame other than just not having any? I don't experience shame. That's how I deal with it. Yeah. It's very simple. If you've never felt the feeling of shame, then there's no way to really deal with you it. You have an immunity to it. I don't yeah. know what it feels yeah. like. Yes. A lot of people look at Sugats as one of the missing links. He's actually the next step of human evolution. He doesn't have to deal with shame. Uh, you, you should sell that of as, a, as a vaccine, the, uh, the shameless vaccine. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> spray this a couple It's like deer antler spray. <laughs> I don't feel shame, man. Uh, remember when shame. that was the biggest problem in sports? <laughs> yes, deer antler <laughs> good time. <laughs> Roger Goodell would kill to have those problems. Wait back. a second. Did we have the deer antler guy on? No, but the, that guy. You the, didn't? That's no. so you guys. No, yeah. well, he was, remember he was parading around right. Radio Row in a tank top. Oh, yeah. And yeah. deer antler spray. Yeah. I miss that. So shame is easy to avoid just to put a bow on this. Just yeah. don't, don't experience shame. Yeah. Don't feel it. Right. Numb to it. Let's go to James in Virginia. James, go ahead. Hey, guys, I need your help. Now, here's the situation. I met this girl, okay, and I've been with her for maybe a few months, and uh, I found out that she got bad breath. I mean, just terrible breath. Mm-hmm. But then after, you know, doing my investigation, 
you know, in, in, in confronting her, I found out that she had bad teeth. And it's causing the bad breath. So now it's going to take maybe thousands of dollars to get her mouth fixed. And I, I don't even know what she said. conversation is over the shoulder, you know? So what what should I do? Should I just leave her? Or should I just stick with her and try to get this thousand-dollar thing? Because she, she has a medical plan, but a dental plan is just, just terrible. All right, you got to look at it like a GM, okay? Every GM needs to find a diamond in the rough. Do you believe she's a diamond in the rough type, barring the teeth and the breath? I don't know because I haven't kissed her yet. No, no, but I'm saying, like, just the just the looks, buddy. Just, you know, like, or, or you know, the package, what she does for a living, all that. Like, all the stuff that goes into wanting to be in a relationship. Her personality. Whether you get along with you. Her personality. Yeah. Would you be willing to bypass some of the warts because there is a diamond in the rough, is what George is trying to say. I mean, listen, ba- bad breath is a deal breaker for me. I'd end it right there. Yeah, yeah me too. Well, it doesn't yeah. sound like you're in too deep considering you haven't kissed her just yet. I know that's on account of the teeth. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, perhaps uh, if it's four months and you still don't know where you stand, maybe, I don't want to do this, but maybe get out. Yeah, time to go. Yeah, James, get the hell out. Yeah, and, get out. And wherever you go, find the new phone. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Mike in Florida. Mike, go ahead. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, hey, I'm directing this at Stu, but I don't know the, about the other guy's uh, marriage situation. So, Stu. Yeah. Got a wedding. Uh, my daughter's getting married in a month. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm remodeling my house currently. Oof. My wife and I are having this conversation, uh, and she says, uh, "Hey, let's not get each other a Christmas present." I'm thinking, "All oh, right, I'm going to save some money on that at least." And then I go, "Oh, you know, that might be a trap." It's a trap. So, Stu, is it a yeah, trap? Well, hold I- on. It's so funny because last night was the first night of Hanukkah, and by the way, Tariq Cohen and your family, happy Hanukkah to you. Yeah. Uh, same with you, JoJo Smith Schuster. The Schusters, of course. Or Juju. Juju Smith. I call them Jojo Smith. This just happened to me last night. Whenever your wife tells you not to do something, do it. Mm -hmm. Okay? She said the same thing. Honey, married 15 years. I love you. You love me. No need to exchange Hanukkah gifts. So I didn't get her a Hanukkah gift. And? We get home last night, first night of Hanukkah. I was talking to Mike Ryan right afterwards. She pulls out the gift. I didn't have a gift. (laughs) A gift that you paid for? A gift that she bought me with my credit card. Right. Yes. With your Amazon account. Yes. Yes. Yep. I didn't have a gift. Whatever your wife says, do the opposite. We're back after this. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock. He constantly bricks threes. And he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. The Resillo Show. Resillo. Resillo Show. I am tired, dude. I'm, I'm starting to slur my speed. Everything's bad on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thankfully, we're not on TV today. Uh, hit us up on the 1-800-Flowers.com Twitter feed at Resillo Show. And remember, the Ryan Resillo Show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ. That's R-U-S-S. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ, R-U-S-S. That's what short, are you laughing that, at? Because that's short for Rasilla. I got it, Mike. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's <laughs> not what you called the show. I know. That's Stu Gatz. I'm Mike Ryan. We have George Sedano uh, in studio with us. And we wanted to uh, speak with uh, George about what's going on down here locally. 
um, with this big national story that's being celebrated, Giancarlo Santon to the to the Yankees, but down here locally, Miami's burned once again, and George is a Miami guy. Yeah. And he could sort of help articulate what we're feeling down here. Another POV of rage. Well, the the line I've had is, didn't Derek Jeter retire from the Yankees? Like, cause it still feels like he's working for right. them at yes. this point. Yes. Um, yeah. He's going to get a second monument in Monument Park. Right. One is an executive. Yeah. Right. Um, but... Man, it's pretty weird how Derek Jeter is taking this criticism, right? Like, you you got to know it's bothering him because for Don Mattingly to address it and say that it's unfair means that people in the organization are clearly talking about it. And it's something he's definitely not used to. Sure. Here's the here's the hard thing to figure out. It's really tricky unless you really know all the details, right? Is Derek Jeter simply cleaning up a mess that was created by the former owner, or is he creating a whole new mess? Uh, I don't know. I, I it think could be both. Those right. aren't mutually exclusive. Right. It, it could be both. Yes, Loria was a terrible owner. The franchise was a mess. Yes, they claim to be losing money. However, I, I, I really don't see why you spend $1.1 billion on a, on a business that is always losing money. But you know how people can get creative with that. He thought, much like Major League Baseball thought, with this plan, his name would be enough to get by mm-hmm. without any bad public relations. Because it's always worked out for Derek Jeter by merely being Derek Jeter. Not here. We're not falling for it. Yeah, because he has no real ties to the to the local community, right? So it's like right. it doesn't matter. Um, if he had ties to any community outside of New York, maybe it's Tampa because the Yankees play there in in the exhibition season, and he's got a home there. We all know about the mansion, yeah. Casa de Jeter. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like he he's got to prove himself here. Like this is one of those deals where it's just like, yeah, your name is cool, but you don't have any experience doing this job, and he's shown to be a complete neophyte here with this particular trait. Right, I've been telling Mike, like just the optics on it are so bad for Jeter and Major League Baseball. Well, being a Monday Night Football is pretty bad optics too. Why well, you're supposed to be at the winter meetings? Yeah, he well, said he couldn't go to the winter meetings. I yeah. was imagining, okay, baby and whatnot, uh, nice, beautiful young family. Right. Nope. Monday Night Football. Right. It, appear, it appears Major just League Baseball, him. because they wanted Jeter to be an owner so bad, yeah. just going to let Jeter do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He should be, you're, you guys are right, he should be up at those meetings. But even going back, selling the team to Jeter, when George Moss, a local businessman down here in, in South Florida, yeah. wanted to buy the team for less than a billion dollars, not too much less, though, but wanted to buy the team. But he wouldn't have stripped it down. He wouldn't. That's the thing. He has the benefit of saying that. We don't know until he actually... True. Fair enough. So, so Major League Baseball... Give Jeter a team that Jeter can't afford. Jeter's paying himself $5 million a year. And the first thing, the first big move Derek Jeter does is trade the reigning NL MVP back to the team in the city that he loves more than the team in the city that he owns. For pennies on the dollar. I mean, he got basically, what, an 18-year-old kid that we don't know what he's going to amount to? It It was just a salary dump. Yeah. They essentially put him on waivers. Right. And had they not been so desperate because financially they seemed to be strapped you would have been able to wait this thing out. Because remember when the Marlins traded Miguel Cabrera, Dave Dombrowski and the Tigers gave them, at the time, we thought were great prospects and picked up the freight. So it's not impossible to say that you can do both. Yeah, I mean, man, we talk about it on our show all the time. They traded Babe Ruth twice. They made the Babe Ruth trade twice. (laughs) All right, Charles Barkley was on with uh, Golick and Wingo and had some interesting comments on LeVar Ball. So we will uh, play those comments back for you. Very strong comments on LeVar Ball. We'll play those back for you next, and we'll react to them here on the Ryan Rossillo Show on ESPN Radio.